the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's be seated. As I said, today is, is Good Shepherd Sunday, and each year on this fourth Sunday of, of Easter, we get a little bit of chapter of John chapter 10, um, where they have a, a variety of sort of Good Shepherd type Type conversations. The, the irony is that chapter ten really is a, is sort of two different books into a way, two different chapters. This sort of it ends. The previous verse ends about six months ago, because now we were in the springtime and now we're at Hanukkah um, in the wintertime, and so it's changed a little bit. But the theme is still pretty much the same. Our readings over the past couple weeks, I feel like remember that that movie Memento sort of goes backwards, I don't know, or there's those shows you watch where there's, they're, they're here and then they're there and then they're here, and they're always flashing back, sort of what, that's sort of what these passages seem to be like to me, as we talked about Peter last week and the, the uh, becoming really that shepherd of, go, follow me, feed, feed my lambs, tend my flocks, feed my sheep, and Jesus commissioning Peter um, sort of to continue that ministry of the shepherd uh, of, of which of which we're called to take part in. Um, now we're going back in there as, as Jesus reminding what it is to be the shepherd um, with the religious leaders who, who are saying, if you, if you are Christ, if you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Which seems to be a reasonable request. If we hasn't been telling them plainly all the time. It's almost on like this Mother's Day when kids may not always listen to their mothers. If you want me to clean my room, tell me plainly. I've been telling you. My sheep know my voice, right? Like, you're going to get snatched out of my hand here in a minute. So, uh, Jesus doesn't say that. But he says close to that, right? He's like, my sheep know my voice. They follow me. They believe me. They know who I am. They've seen all the signs that I've been doing. There's signs all through John's gospel, right? Beginning with the, the uh, changing water into wine at the wedding and the healing of the, the paralyzed man and uh, the, the feeding of the 5,000 and the healing of the man born blind and following this chapter is sort of the ultimate uh, sign when the resurrection, the healing of Lazarus, right? So there's all these things are there in addition to Jesus talking and telling and saying these things and, and they still don't they tell us plainly. They're just trying to trap again. But Jesus does give that, that great sort of proclamation. My sheep know my voice and they hear me and they follow me and this is you know a, a great uh, just that that message of of what a shepherd is inviting uh, what a shepherd is who a shepherd is the one whose whose voice rings out we sang we sang about um, the king of love my shepherd is from the 23rd psalm we the 23rd Psalm of, of who the shepherd is, what the shepherd does for us. The shepherd feeds us and leads us 
to green pastures and still waters, uh, not rushing waters where we might fall in and, and be carried away, but still waters to, to drink, to eat, to be fed. He protects us as rod and staff. They comfort us because they, they protect us from the wild animals that might try to, to hurt us, to harm us, to devour us. And he anoints with oil and, and cares for our wounds and leads us back home safely each and every night. This is what a shepherd does, right? So, I mean, a shepherd nurtures and, and cares and feeds and nourishes and heals and anoints. This is a shepherd's call. And, and Jesus says, I am the shepherd. My sheep know my voice and I will protect them. And nothing can snatch them away from me. I have been telling you, I have been showing you who God is. This is God, right? And this is an important aspect, and we'll sort of return to it in a minute, but this is an important aspect about who God is because I, there's, there's too much Right, about God that's, that's permeated our, our society and our, our sort of Protestant American Western culture of religion that God is this beast just waiting for you to strip so he can throw you into the eternal fires, right? That this is what God is. He's just sort of dangling you over the old Jonathan Edwards, like little spider, just over the pit of, of just waiting. Um, and and this is not who God is at all. Jesus says, this is who God is. I've been demonstrating who God is. I've been showing you, I and the Father are one. God's, you've had the law, and you've had Moses, and you have all these things, and you continue to focus on these aspects. Right? Remember the man who's, who's paralyzed for 38 years, and Jesus tells him to go pick up his mat and go home. Do they, do they focus on this incredible marvelous, miraculous healing where they focus on, it's the Sabbath, what are you doing carrying your hat? And Jesus is saying, I'm trying to demonstrate to you who God is. I and the Father are one. If we keep reading, then they try to stone him. We move to Acts. Briefly, not briefly, but switching over. And, and Acts up to this point is sort of this back and forth between Peter and then, and then Paul and then Peter and then Paul. And we're sort of in that second Peter phase. We've had, we've had Saul, the conversion of Saul and Saul escaping Damascus and fleeing for his life and all that. So now we're back to Peter. And <clears throat> Acts says, now as Peter went here and there, among them all, he came down to the saints who lived at Lydda, and there he found a man named Aeneas, bedridden for eight years, who was paralyzed. And Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you, rise and make your bed. Immediately he arose, and all the residents of Lydda and Sharon saw him, and they turned to the Lord. And now there was in Joppa a disciple named Tabitha, which is our reading today, which translated means Dorcas. 
And she was in good works and acts of charity. And in those days, she became ill and died. And when they had washed her, they laid her in the upper room. And so when it was near Joppa, the disciples, hearing that Peter was there, sent two men to him, urging him, come with us without delay. And so he rose and went with them. And when he arrived, they took him to the upper room. And all the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing tunics and other garments that Dorcas had made while she was with them. But Peter put them all outside, knelt down and prayed, and turning to the body, said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and raised her up. And calling the saints and widows, he presented her alive. And it became known throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. And this really is living out, right? Peter living out that, that where we left off last week of feeding and tending and feeding sheep and lambs, right? Of, of going out here and there where, where he's called and led by the Lord and, and raising up first a paralyzed man and then and then this woman, Tabitha, who, who, who as I was reading, it sort of, reminds, sort of reminded me of the peacemakers, right? I, that's what I, I was thinking of. Um, they make all these garments, right? They give, they give baskets, so they provide these things. And, and for, for Tabitha, or Dorcas, whatever, however you want to call her, she gets two names in this book. Um, you know, the, the things that she probably hasn't just given away um, for, for comfort. But also for, right, for money, for food, for for provision for widows in the community, and so so beloved was she that you know there's just this 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 weeping um, and and care as they as they as they prepared her body and they laid her in the upper room and and mourn. But it didn't stop them either for for calling for Peter, who was in Joppa, which isn't too far away. It's like Clarksville to here, so you know, just just go go fetch him. He's, we hear he's in Lydda. Go get him, and and maybe something can be done, or at the very least, maybe he can offer comfort. And he goes and, and prays, and, and she's raised up, and it says many believed, and many believed in him, and not in Peter. Right, but in Jesus, um, who continues to be the good shepherd, continues to be the lamb at the center of the throne, continues to be the one who heals and provides. And this is, again, another representation of who God is. When Jesus says, I and the Father are one, I've come to show you who the Father is. And, and then Jesus says to Peter, now... You continue this work. And to us now, you continue this work. This is what it is to be, to be a shepherd. To, to heal, to care, to comfort, to raise up to new life. Those in our community. Once again, demonstrating who God is. Because this is of utmost importance. And it's not, it's not um, lost on me that it's, that it's 
Mother's Day, right? I mean, this is, mothers are, are, are called to, to this sort of care and nurture and, and love unconditionally, as well as, as this sort of reflecting that joy um, of the, that Jesus has for us as well for their children. And really, it's just an invitation for all of us to, to embark in this life. In, in that, that sort of combination of, of doing both and, that we are called to be sheep who are cared for by God, who are called to be nourished and fed and healed by God, but then we are also called to be shepherds, to heal and nurture and care and feed others. Both things are true as to our vocation as disciples. And to demonstrate God's love and grace and glory. Revealing the true nature of God as, as one who cares and heals and leads and feeds. So that's enough. I don't have a good wrap up, so we're just going to pray. <laughs> so instead of application, you just have to, we just, we're just going to pray. Lord, we, we thank you indeed that you are the good shepherd who calls to each of us, whose voice is clear and sure that we might follow you, that nothing in this world will snatch us out of your hands, but that you will protect and lead and guide us you will heal us and care for us, nurture us. Lord, when we enter into your presence and embrace the love that you have for us as your lambs, your flock, and allow you to shepherd us. And may you empower us by your Holy Spirit to care and nurture and heal those in the world that are also your sheep. That we may provide for them and protect them and heal them through your love and in your name, revealing your glory. Come, Lord Jesus, and pour out your anointing upon us this day. For you are the Lamb, and you are the Shepherd. Amen.